0: in-depth investigative this is kxan news today
1: quiet start to your tuesday morning as you can see behind us from the Austinian camera right here but we're getting some more rain later on today morning everyone i'm sally hernandez
2: and i'm tom miller we have meteorologist sean kelly here with us this morning so we're looking at when this
3: rain could fall and how That's much right. could fall yeah scattered light rain for right now and we're going to see that here through the next few hours and then we'll get a break over I think the heaviest rain tomorrow night to mm. Thursday morning. Thursday morning's commune looking a little bit iffy here. That'll be the heaviest rain. But for today, yeah, we've got that light rain out and about. Let's show you what neighborhoods seeing that rain falling from the sky right now out towards Westlake and Uh, Western Travis County seeing some light to moderate rain. This is what I'm talking about. Quick moving showers in and out in 5-10 minutes or so, pushing up towards the north. We've got some isolated showers in southern Blanco County, and then a few spot sprinkles into Hayes County overall, though, generally a quiet start to the morning. We'll continue to see these showers moving in through about lunchtime, and then I think we're mainly dry into the later part of the afternoon and evening. 72 degrees here in Austin. It is going to be a muggy kind of damp day. You need that jacket and umbrella, that rain jacket pretty much each and every day. 71 in Cherokee, 73 in Lando, not much relief overnight. Metro temperatures as well, pretty similar. 72 in Lakeway, 73 out at the airport, and then further towards the east we're into the 70s as well so here it is we've got this big disturbance out towards the west this will be the culprit for increasing our rain chances not through today but basically each and every day we'll talk about more of the timing of that heavy rain tomorrow coming up in first Warning
1: weather Sean thank you. Austin city leaders want to change how homes are built here in Austin. City Council on Thursday is going to talk about what they call its new home initiative.
2: This would be allowing more homes to be built on a single family lot. This one of many attempts by leaders to address Austin's need for more affordable housing. Ahead of that, this morning a group of community leaders are going to speak out against it They say it will destroy Austin's single-family neighborhoods.
1: Let's take a look at the U.S. Capitol for you this morning because the House of Representatives has no speaker. Been that way for almost three weeks. House Republicans are expected to hold a closed-door vote this morning to select someone, and it comes following a meeting that was held last night where nine House Republicans pitched in in a private forum why they should be the next speaker.
2: This morning, there's new hope for families waiting to see loved ones taken hostage by Hamas. Two Israeli women freed from Gaza on Monday, arriving at a hospital in Tel Aviv today. Hamas kidnapping the 79 and 85-year-old women near the Gaza border, along with their husbands, on October 7th. They are reportedly in good health, with one desperately needing her medication, but their husbands are still being held by Hamas.
1: Hamas says the women were released for, quote, compelling humanitarian reasons. And sources tell NBC News, Egypt and Qatar were involved in the medita- and involved rather in the talks to get the women to safety. Two American hostages were released last week, but more than 200 hostages still remain stuck in the Gaza Strip. White House officials say there are 10 Americans unaccounted for, and they're working around the clock to bring them back.
4: It is literally an hour by hour effort here at the White House and at the State Department to find out where these folks are and to try to make uh, the the effort to, to get them out and get them back.
2: The U.S. is advising Israel to delay a ground invasion of Gaza. This is to allow more time to get hostages out and aid in. At the same time, the U.S. is moving more military assets to the Middle East. Comes as Israel intensifies strikes into Gaza we're also seeing clashes at the Lebanon border, and what Israel said was a tank mistakenly striking an Egyptian position, all adding to concern over a broader escalation. Meantime, humanitarian aid trucks are finally flowing from Egypt into Gaza, bringing desperately needed food, water, and medicine. However, humanitarian agencies are making a plea for more supplies. The U.S. and Israel have promised a continued flow of aid, into Gaza. Back here at home, testimony picks up today in the trial of Austin police officer Christopher Taylor. He's accused of shooting and killing Michael Ramos three years ago.
1: Attorneys representing Officer Taylor chose not to give an opening statement. Prosecutors showed photos and screenshots of body-worn camera footage to walk the jury through what happened leading up to the death of Ramos. And they're working to prove Ramos was not a threat to anyone as he drove away from officers before he was shot and killed. The jury also heard from witnesses, including a woman who captured video of the moments Taylor fired shots at Ramos. A major scare mid-flight. What an off-duty pilot is accused of doing that has him now facing multiple counts of attempted murder.
5: Quite a turnaround for the Texas Rangers. Two years ago, more than 100 losses, and now they're going to the World Series. I've got it for you, including reaction from both The Rangers and Astros coming up.
0: This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry.
5: Good morning to you. Game 7 last night. Rangers and Astros, a trip to the World Series on the line. Astros trying to win at home for the first time in the series. Rangers trying to sweep their every road game in the postseason. Unbelievable accomplishment. And they jump on Christian Javier right out of the gate. Second batter's Corey Seager, gone. Rangers take a 1-0 lead. They extend it to to 3-0 before the Astros come to the plate. little flare by Mitch Garver to center. Not a great break by Chaz McCormick in center. Michael Brantley can't make the play. And then Dusty Baker has to go get Christian Javier. Can't wait around. And then the Astros get one back. So Adolis Garcia begins an unbelievable outing. Actually, it's his second at bat. A home run. He hit two. He had five hits. You go back to Sunday, and he had the grand slam, and what a run he's had. Meantime, Astros trying to chip away. Alex Bregman cuts it to 4-2, to so still a chance. Got a runner at third with one out, but Astros could not come up with a big hit through the first three innings. And then the Rangers busted open in the fourth inning. Base hit by the kid, Evan Carter, 21 years young. And he makes it a 6-2 to two lead. They score four in that inning. And then two innings later, they get four more. And Garcia in the middle of it. The Texas Rangers were relentless last night offensively. And they patched it together with the pitching staff. Max Scherzer didn't get out of the third inning. But they had plenty. And there it is. The Texas Rangers, 94 losses last year. They hire Bruce Bochy. And this year, they are the American League Championship Series winners. Adolis Garcia is your MVP. Bruce Bochy has never lost a Game 7. And now, this team that struggled so much the last several years will play for a World Series.
2: It's a lot of credit to these guys. A lot of credit to what we've been able to do this year. But it's just been a really fun ride.
3: A lot of good players. Um, a lot of guys that battle and really just we, we had it kind of had our, our backs against the wall and we showed up and, and played some good baseball.
5: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I tell you what, I couldn't be more honored to manage such a great team like this. It, I mean, to, you know, for CY to call me last uh, November, I, I, I didn't know if I'd get back in or not. And here I am. I, I know how blessed I am, but I can't thank these guys enough. Like I said, it's not easy to to accept or or, or say, but we got beat, you know? I mean, you know, we've been spoiled around here as far as just winning, winning, and winning. And, you know, heck, I've been here four years, and we've been to two World Series and two Championship season. I mean, Series. I mean, you know, we have nothing to be ashamed of, or nothing to hold our head on, down about. I mean, we're down, you know, but we're not out. Yeah, they proved that all year. A lot of times people thought they were out, but uh, they fought all the way to a game seven. All right, the Texas Rangers will be the home field uh, and will have the home field advantage rather in the World Series, but they don't know their opponent. That's because tonight in Philadelphia, Arizona and Philadelphia will play a game seven in the National League Championship Series. World Series begins Friday night in Arlington. Back to you. Thank
2: you, Roger. Still ahead, companies testing shots to fight obesity in kids. Doctors weighing in on the impact.
1: And what we found so far when it comes to Austin and crews working to track incidents involving driverless vehicles. Good morning, everyone. On this Tuesday, October the 24th, a live look over at the Circuit of the Americas for you this morning. Sean any has the latest when it comes to your forecasts and another rainy day ahead. An off-duty pilot for Alaska Airlines is in an Oregon jail this morning on dozens of attempted murder charges after airline officials say he tried to bring down a plane mid-air over the weekend.
2: Federal Aviation Administration issuing an alert. This is for all airline crews now to maintain vigilance and situational awareness. 44-year-old pilot Joseph Emerson faces 167 charges, including 83 counts of attempted murder. The FBI and local police saying Emerson was off duty, riding in the cockpit jump seat. It was on a Horizon Air flight from Everett, Washington to San Francisco. And that is when they say he suddenly tried to pull the engine fire suppression controls to shut down the engines at cruising altitude. Investigators say the pilot and co-pilot stopped Emerson An NBC News aviation analyst tells today that he may have tried to reach for an emergency switch used to turn off the engines during a fire.
3: They have what they call fire handles, uh, T handles, they call them, on the roof of the cockpit that you grab, you turn, and you shut down. And that actually shuts the fuel off as well as turning the engine off. So, It's used for an emergency situation as if you have an engine fire or something along those lines. It's a very quick way of shutting down the engines, and uh, this jump seat rider may have tried to use those emergency T handles to do
4: it.
1: Investigators are still trying to piece together a motive. Law enforcement sources do not believe there's any kind of connection to terrorism or events happening right now in the Middle East.
2: Look at this. A combination of dense fog and smoke from at least three wildfires in Louisiana contributing to this awful, deadly, miles-long pileup on I-55 near New Orleans. At least seven people dead. Twenty-five others hurt. That crash involving more than 150 cars. A crash scene, more than a mile long, at least two 18-wheelers catching fire, cars and trucks stacked on top of each other, one vehicle pushed over the railing and into the water below, and you can make it it's out terrible. a little bit there, Sean. Yeah. Uh, dense fog. I mean,
3: that's with smoke too that's not a good combination and so uh you got you got to be extra careful here and take it take it slow out there on the roads And, and especially here at home we're dealing with the slick conditions luckily we're not dealing with anything in the way of major fog but we'll talk about that coming up here rain that we're getting right now was from what was hurricane norma the storm dropped heavy rain even causing flooding in mexico you can see emergency officials in the area say rescue crews crews went out to save people from their homes all day yesterday. Once a Category 4 hurricane, Norma made landfall as a Category 1 near Los Cabos, leaving tens of thousands without power. The storm then continued into the Mexican state of Sinaloa, where schools were ordered to close yesterday. And uh, they expected upwards of a foot of rain here at home. Not going to see that much from the remains of that storm. But we already picked up over an inch and a half in some areas from yesterday's round of rain. On top of that, we'll see a few tenths of an inch of rain today. And then maybe up to one to two inches of rain as we head into tomorrow night into early Thursday morning. A live lookout in Round Rock, showing a cloudy sky, but we're dry right now, but we'll see periods of uh, damp conditions here throughout the day. You need that rain gear, nothing heavy right now. Notice also the gusty winds, seeing the wind sustain at the southeast, 7 miles per hour. We could see some wind gusts near 25 miles per hour later on today. So 73 in Giddings, 73 in LaGrange, it's a warm and muggy start to the day. We have some scattered, isolated showers, basically in the metro as we get closer towards the Austin I-35 corridor from Buda down through San Marcos area seeing some light rain and then a little bit more steady uh, widespread rain for Hayes County or uh, Blanco County that is southern Blanco County. This is moving up towards north along 281 into Johnson City. So the heavy stuff doesn't arrive until late tomorrow night and into Thursday morning. That's when we also have that one out of five low end severe risk for some gusty winds and could even see uh, maybe some localized flooding out there as we head into early Thursday morning. Morning. So let me go through the hour-by-hour hour forecast showing just some scattered light rain into the later part of the morning today. Maybe even a few thunderstorms that will be possible. Best chance of rain today will be out towards the Hill Country along 281. Then as we get into the early part of the afternoon, still seeing some isolated to scattered showers and some thunderstorms. You'll still need that rain gear for uh, the bus stop forecast here for the uh, later part of the afternoon. But by the evening, we may even see some sunshine and we will generally dry on out here and get ready for a few scattered light rain showers early tomorrow morning. Kind of doing doing it all over again with a few thunderstorms will be possible until tomorrow afternoon, but the heavy stuff moves in late tomorrow night, 8, 9 o'clock out in the hill country. A slow-moving line of thunderstorms pushes into the area from about midnight all the way through 4.30 in the morning, still pushing into the metro, 7.30, slow moving out towards the east beyond that, and that that will be when we could see the heaviest round of rain upwards of maybe one to two three inch totals will be possible on top of what we've already seen so that'll be absolutely beneficial for us over the next seven days 80s for highs, so we're unseasonably warm still with about a 30 to 70 percent chance of rain lower chances of rain into the weekend but all eyes on our next cold front that could drop us down to the 60s by monday
2: Thank you, Sean. The companies that make popular weight loss shots are testing versions on kids as young as
1: six years old. Stephanie Haynes spoke to doctors and nutritionists to learn more about the impact this could have.
4: Pediatricians could soon be adding weight loss shots to their arsenal in the fight against childhood obesity. Online records show drug company Eli Lilly is starting a clinical trial for Manjaro on patients ages 6 to 11. Novo Nordisk reports it is in phase 3 of a study that began in 2021 for kids ages 6 to 12 for sex end up. Pediatricians say, regardless of the studies, the first line of treatment needs to focus on changing lifestyle and behavior.
5: It's unlikely it's going to do much if you just give them the medication. You need to instill all these Behavior changes, lifestyle changes, talk about the diet, nutrition consults, the exercise, the moving, the lack of, you know, decreased screen time.
4: According to the CDC, close to 15 million children suffer from obesity. And data shows kids may have gained weight twice as fast during the pandemic. Earlier this year, the American Academy of Pediatrics came out with new guidance suggesting medication or surgery in patients 12 and up.
5: You do need to look at each situation and see, um, add the lifestyle, the behavior, the teaching intensively and there. So you can't look at it black or white. It, each case is different and you can't just, even the older kids, it's important to know that these drugs, we don't know the long-term efficacy. It's, it's
4: about a concern side side nutritionist, Carrie Lupoli echoes vanity. along with the possible side effects. Both companies were sued earlier this year after a plaintiff said she suffered stomach paralysis. It's scary to me that we're going down that path instead of actually working on the root cause because we know that weight gain is a symptom of health and hormones. She says there needs to be better education of both parents and kids on how to live healthy lives. This isn't going to help us get healthier as a nation and it's going to perseverate this whole lose weight by any means
2: now there's also this, these weight loss shots can cost up to $1,500 and may not be covered by insurance. The studies are scheduled to last for a few years so the drugs may not be available until after that. Also this morning, negotiations between the Actors Union and Hollywood Studios are scheduled to resume today. It's in another effort to end that strike that started in July. The first time the two sides have met in almost two weeks Saturday, marking 100 days of the current work stoppage, it's part of the first industry-wide strike in more than 40 years.
1: The community at Austin High School is rallying around those injured in a freak accident that happened over the weekend. During a fundraiser, fuel tanks caught fire and left three adults with serious burns.
2: KXA's Nabil Ramana talked to the family of two of those people injured and shows you how you can help.
0: FIRE TRUCKS, E-M-S AND POLICE.
4: IT WAS DEFINITELY SHOCKING AND HORRIFYING.
0: FILLED THE AUSTIN HIGH SCHOOL PARKING LOT OVER THE WEEKEND.
4: EVERYONE WAS UPSET AND DISTRESSED AND IT WAS CHAOS. IT WAS AN ACCIDENTAL EXPLOSION
1: THAT HAPPENED uh, AT THE AUSTIN HIGH SCHOOL MONSTER CONCERT.
0: THE BLAST HURT THREE ADULTS, SOME SUFFERING BURNS. LUCY HERRERA'S BROTHER HAS HELPED AT THE EVENT FOR YEARS. HE ENJOYED RAISING MONEY TO GIVE BACK TO KIDS THAT NEEDED NEW UNIFORMS OR INSTRUMENTS. He was rushed to the hospital.
1: Sam is, is fighting for his life in ICU at the moment uh, with 65% of burns uh, around his body.
0: Her nephew was also injured. Uh,
1: Gabriel uh, has second degree burns uh, on arms, legs and hands, uh, but he's on the road of recovery.
0: Shortly after the accident, the Austin High community rallied around those who were injured.
4: We're a family here at Austin High and everybody is truly working together to help us all you know, um, deal with everything that's been happening.
0: Austin High School theater teacher Annie Dragu set up a meal train and donation site.
4: It has a place where you can sign up for a meal, and if you can't do a meal, you can sign up to give a donation. Um, all of the proceeds will go for medical
1: bills.
0: Herrera says prayers are still needed, but she's happy to see so much support from the community. He's
1: fighting for his life in ICU, and we just want to say thank you for all the love and support from the community, friends, family, everyone
0: nabil ramadna kxan news
1: and if you would like to help the gofundme for the families has already raised forty-one thousand dollars, but you can still donate we have a link on our website and the meal train online right now at kxan.com
2: we are learning more about response time since the downtown austin fire station closed the austin firefighters association saying station one on fifth and trinity street closed suddenly it's after the building was condemned during construction The fire department telling us earlier this month, while the station was empty, the area had a response time of 10 minutes and 42 seconds, 90% of the time. That met, well, I should say, it met AFD's eight minute response goal about 77% of the time. So in comparison to the six days prior before closing the station, response times then hit seven minutes and 27 seconds, 90% of the time and met that eight minute goal around 91% of the time. That is a more than three minute difference in response times and remodeling of that building is expected to be finished in May. For those listening on the KXAN Today podcast, thanks for hanging out with us this morning. Here's what else we're tracking at five. Some people in Austin may soon have better access to reliable water. How the city is making the system better.
0: Thanks for joining KXAN News today. You can also listen to KXAN News nightly every weekday after 5.30 p.m. for in-depth coverage on what matters most to you.